That's the sound of a day starting out right. I hear it every time my new Toro Z-Master 4000 Zero Turn starts up. With big-time horsepower, giant Voodoo track tires, TurboForce deck, and comforts like MyRide and USB ports, it's fully loaded to mow all day long while delivering that signature Toro cut. From start to finish, this beast means business. Get your Z-Master 4000 today. Toro. Count on it. Hey everybody, Adam Rank here of NFL.com and the NFL Network. You are listening to the SND Podcast. And lo and behold, I know two Giants fans. I'm totally remiss. I apologize. And please keep listening. Welcome to episode 142 of the SD Podcast Show. Steven is here. Dan is on the other side today. Dan, what's going on this week? Not much. How's it going? I just want to first off say thank you to everybody that uh, helped us donate with uh, my walk on Sunday. It was a great event. Thank you for everybody that helped out. Uh, $80 were raised for that event last week, and that was, that was uh, you know, two weeks went by with people listening to that one show. Eight dollars is a lot. So yeah, no, I think everybody. It was a we raised over three thousand dollars. So thank you to everybody that helped helped us out. Right. So um, give a little update for everybody. Let's, uh, um, let's update everybody with everything. Well, as everybody knows, I've been MIA the last couple of weeks. Well, the last couple of months, pretty much. Um, unfortunately, uh, with my Crohn's disease. My medicine, unfortunately, one of the side effects is lymphoma. Um, we're trying to figure out which kind of lymphoma I have. So um, I'm going to be taking some time off every now and then. I'll uh, come back when I feel like it. Uh, hopefully, with this speedy recovery, um, whichever lymphoma I have, uh, I will be back sooner rather than later. So I uh, hope everybody puts me in their prayers and thoughts. If you already not know about it uh, so that's that um so that's pretty much where i have been the last couple of weeks doctor's appointments and being in the hospital so yeah that's where i've been unfortunately so for, for those who know dan dan is a fighter and this is just another fight that dan will go out there and go 100 percent in i've known yep. dan 20 years now probably more than that at this point um, right around right around twenty years, and kid's a fighter. So I know you'll be fine. All the listeners yep. know you're gonna be okay, Dan. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens with that. So yeah, that's where my mind's been the last couple of weeks and months. So that's why I haven't been around a lot. So with that being said, we're gonna change things up a little bit. Uh, like Dan mentioned, he's gonna take a little time off from the show. Um. He's going to do more of the background work, you know, a lot of the Twitter stuff, Facebook stuff, so so be on the social media a bit, bit more. Um, you know, right around training camp, you know, giant talk, you know, we'll talk to Dan. If he's filling up to it, we'll do some giant stuff with him, of course. Yeah. Um, of course, football season right around the corner. Uh, we'll get into it a little later. Uh, but Ben has reached out and has uh, uh, said that he will help us out. And I, and, I, and I thank Vin for that. I'm not calling him Logan Brent because he got sent down to the minors. Right. So we, uh, we badly jinxed him on that. So he's no longer Logan Brent. He's, uh, he's Bartolo Colon. Okay. 
Now we're calling him Bartel Colon. I like it. <laughs> and it's uh, not because of either of their sizes. Let's right. be clear about that as well. But um, yes. So some other updates is something else Dan and I have talked about doing. Um, I think it's safe to say two and a half years later we could finally look back and laugh at the blog idea. Yeah, we both were very lazy and we were, had life going on. That was... And we both stink at writing, so that was a, you know, oh, let's no, give it a shot. The but... vision was there, the vision was there, and it could have worked if we had more patience for it, I feel like. Yeah, if, if we didn't have full-time jobs, I think it would have worked. Right, and you know what, it's nothing against the people who are writing, like, shout out to Vin, uh, T-Bone. Oh, no, it was just a Chris general group everybody. effort. Everybody was great at what they did, you know, we didn't push hard enough to push the website so it kind of went down, and you know what? Looking back, it's part of it's part of the process. You know, we took a we took a shot with doing a podcast, and you know, three and a half years later, we're still doing it, and you know, we're always looking to make it better and better. So, with that being said, um, a couple weeks ago, we had my good friend Stephen Weissman on, and uh, he introduced us to his new show, which is more of like a radio show, like a WFAN type radio show that's only about an hour long, on uh the i-95 sports network and it's played every tuesday and i wanted to figure out a way for him to kind of expand the show would be the best way to put it um so i came up with this idea of getting him on itunes now now most people know dan and i uh we are on soundcloud now which gives us a lot more leeway for what we do definitely and i'm sure dan has seen it a lot more with with soundcloud over podbean um, it also saves us a lot of money. Um, <laughs> um, but with that being said, uh, we have decided to launch the S&D Podcast channel. And Dan and I both think it's a great idea. This kind of gives not just the listeners, not just our friends, but anybody an opportunity. Um, for example, we're going to take Stephen Weissman's show, uh, the Weissman and Oz show. He will be the first one that we will launch onto the, the channel, quote-unquote. So when you wake up, when you're listening to this, if you're looking, you'll also see their show on our iTunes list. Um, our good friend Jay does a week, every week in, in a wrestling thing on Facebook Live. He's going to start recording those, and we're going to put them on the channel. Um, I mentioned to Vin, he actually kind of had, had, I feel like he liked the idea of possibly doing his own little Packer thing. Sounds good. Even though he's going to be on our our show with us, you know, um, but still he'll be uh, if he wants to do that he can, you know. So basically, if you have a podcast, if you have an idea, and you have the time and the patience, create yourself some crappy logo. I'll create it for you if you want to reach out for me. If I have a day, you know, I'll take a little bit of time and put some effort into it for you. Um, if you have a Windows computer, I would suggest downloading Audacity. Dan and I have used it, I think, since day one. Yeah. Sounds about right. Um, it's a good program. You kind of record on there. You just go straight through. Uh, then you could save it as an MP3. All you have to do is reach out to us. We'll tell you what you have to do. Uh, anything you want to talk about, right? We don't. We don't have a. We're not going to care. It no. Doesn't have to be sports. It could be anything. Yeah, pretty much anything. If you have your mind interest in anything, I like we like you mentioned with Jay with wrestling. And I'm sure we would both interact with Jay with the wrestling as well, since we've been on his, unfortunately, his podcast that 
they unfortunately stopped for a little while with whatever reason going on with that. But, but um, it's it's definitely a good idea. Um, right. I see if it works. You Any, can't hurt. Anything, anything you want to talk about. If you want to have a po- politics, there's a big election coming up. Let's hear your take on it. You know, everybody loves people's thing. Look at social media. Look at Twitter. Let's take Twitter for the best example. Uh, you you post something on Twitter, just anything, and that can start a huge debate if you use the right hashtags or anything. You could start a debate on anything. So uh, politics and Facebook you know, too, and Facebook now. Uh, sports, politics, technology, uh, entertainment, entertainment, uh, anything. You you could start a, a thread on. So basically, what we're saying is just talk into a microphone or uh, into your laptop. Um, you could even do it on your phone. Uh, Dan, if I remember correctly, you've done some things on your phone as well for the show. Yeah, I used, when I when I did the Ranger playoff uh, run a couple years ago, I did it on my tablet, video blogs on my tablet, and just put it on uh, on Facebook. Right, and uh, you could do that. You could do. Um, you can record it on the uh, the audio app, the recording app on your phones. Yeah, yeah, I've done just, that too. And just send it to us, and we can make this work. And you know what? The more people we have, the more fun it'll be. Um, so if you have an idea, we're going to tweet about it so people actually know about it, and Facebook posts, of course. Um, so if you have an idea, come to us, and, you know, there will be a couple of rules and regulations, of course. You know, we don't want to get any us in, in trouble. We don't want to get you in trouble, so... But it's a good opportunity for a lot of people. So if anybody's interested, uh, there's that. Um, also, this week's song, Animal Division 1.1. Don't forget, like them, Facebook. and uh, so. Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot to mention, um, rest in peace. And we're praying for the families that tragically lost their lives on uh, in Orlando at that bar on Saturday night, Sunday morning. Very tragic. Um really sad and just hopefully he finds some sort of peace regarding all the terrorism and and just the attacks that's been going on around the world and just the hate crimes pretty much is basically a hate, hate crime so so sad very sad to see um also speaking of rest in peace uh muhammad ali muhammad ali yeah muhammad ali and gordy howe as well gordy howe two guys who shaped the sports landscape to what to turn it into what it is now. Um, Ali, everybody knows the story, and of course, Gordy Howe basically. Gretzky said it the best: number nine should be retired in the NHL. Yeah, could be, should be. I mean, as far as I know, there are three teams that have that number already retired: the Islanders, the Stars, and the Red Wings. And Rangers. Oh, and the Rangers, yes. Rangers have retired twice. Right, that's right. I forgot about the Rangers as well. Um. So it should really be a number because, let's face it, Gordie Howe, Bobby Orr, those are the type of guys um, our fathers and grandfathers watched play this sport and mm-hmm. read it. Yeah, exactly. Um, with I, was, I actually had the pleasure of meeting him uh, like five years ago. The uh, Steiner Sports had a hockey game and, uh, at Iona College. So I went with my, our, my friend, our friend, my friend Gerard, and we just, you knew, you know how we usually do it with Steiner. Oh, can we take a picture? And Gordy Howe was one of them, so I was able to take a picture with him. So that was very nice. The two seconds I got to meet with him, 
So that was very nice. It was very sad news. Right. Um, and also, we actually forgot um, another one, Christina Grunt, the, uh, the singer from The Voice. Oh, yeah, that was another sad situation as well. And in Orlando. Another one in Orlando. Yeah. And then today, a, a little boy got chewed up by an alligator at Disney World. So yep. that's scary, too. So, so a, lot, a lot is going on in Florida. Yeah. Um, Very sad. Yeah. So, um, all right. So with that. Where do you want, where do you uh, want to start? So I, this is the way I figured we could a good way to start for us. Um, like we mentioned, Dan is going to be on the disabled list for a little while, um, which unlike the Mets, we're going to call have a call up with Vin because you know the way the Mets have been. It's let's leave all the injured guys on the team. Yeah, uh, Lagara should have been on the DL last week. Two weeks. Uh, well, two weeks ago. Sorry, all my days are. Right, right, right. He got hurt to what? I think it's like. 10 days, I think I saw it is, since he's actually been hurt now. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, it was a great play and saved the game, but... Right. And he, the weirdest thing was he got a hit the next inning. So that was just another weird thing about that. But, yeah, um, him, Confronto, um, with his wrist. I th- we all think that might have been the reason why his slump has been prolonged. Because he's looked lost, but... Honestly, hopefully with the cortisone shot, he'll be okay. Um, I think they finally got a book on him, and they just have to figure out a way to get it going. We know he was a hard enough worker, which we we know. So I, I'm not worried about him. Right, and Nelson Figueroa said the best. You know, of course, that question of when it comes to a young guy always comes up is, should the guy be sent to the minors to fix them? And I think with him, he's one of the few guys that... You just gotta let him. You just gotta let him ride. It, you know, there's been there's been games inside this cold streak where he's had two hits, where he's had good or the back. sack fly or right. taking care. Of. Yeah, he, right. he's but he's not one of those guys. Consistency. You send he needs a consistency of it for like three or four games in a row, where it's like, all right, now I'm starting to get back into it. Now I'm starting to see it, and I'm gonna tell you the game right away. By the way. That was the turning point for him. Was um, was May first, or yeah, May first against Bumgarner. Yeah, no, that he looked absolutely lost. But then again, they were facing Bumgarner, so it was yep. one of those like, oh, the whatever we face Bumgarner, everyone struggles against him. Exactly. All right, well, talking about Bumgarner, change subjects for a couple, for a minute. Pitchers in the home run derby have any interest? Uh. Honestly, <laughs> not really, I, as long as the guard's not in it. Uh, what, honestly, I think if it was like a video game, great, fine, cool. But in real life, you know how superstitions and everything happen with home run derbies and how they stink. God forbid the pitcher has a does the home run derby, and next start or the two starts after, he has a crappy start, and he's hurt. What happens? We automatically blame the home run derby. Or, or what if they have a home run derby like Jason Bay had a couple years ago? Well, that's that. That'd be nice. No, the Jason Bay zero homer. Well, that's what I'm saying. Well, injury wise. Well, yeah, but um, I don't know. I feel like Bumgarner would be one of those guys who would actually like put up a fight in a home run derby. Yeah, there, there's definitely a few guys. Obviously, it's BP pitching, so it's not. 
guys throwing 99 at him. But I don't know. I think uh, it's in the guard think, at the I, back, so. I think you leave it you leave it to the regular player. The player's unfortunate. I think Syndergaard said it the best though. No pitchers allowed in unless Cologne's in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But honestly, that's it's supposed to be fun, obviously, so if that was ever to be the case I'd be all for it. But honestly, let's let's just leave it to the everyday players. We know that they have a routine, they have BP every day kind of thing. Right, but they don't, they're they not guys who, you know, like a regular guy goes in there and takes 20, 30 hacks during BP. They're a guy who goes in there and takes uh, 10. Exactly. Okay, so you know what? You mentioned batting practice, and another man who's been struggling has been Cespedes. Now, it came out about two weeks ago that he does not take batting practice with the team anymore. Oh, I didn't realize that. He takes it in the tunnel, and he has publicly said he does it in the – underneath because when he does it outside he feels like he has to homer he feels like he's always trying to homer so so he does it in the tunnel which you know you don't have that home run area you're more of hitting line drives do you think that could play a factor in the way he's been hitting recently would you want to see him back doing it outside a little bit honestly that's i think it's mental i think what cespedes is you know how streaky he is as a player. Like, he's in that cold slump right now. But in a couple of weeks, he'll have that that week, week and a half, two weeks of him hitting seven home runs, 13, 20 RBIs, and well, everything in the world is okay. So I think I think with Cespedes, uh, I don't know. I think, which we always know, it's, it's always a mental thing with him. So I, I think with that... Let him bat in the cage. It's okay. I think it's just him being a streaky hitter, to be honest with you. So, yeah. And you know what? We knew we were getting that, too. Like, Oh, yeah. No. All those three weeks of uh, a crazy run last oh. year. And now everyone's expecting that constantly. But, you know, like the real baseball fans know he's a streaky guy. He's very streaky. And, and, you, know, and you know that. We already got it this year already. That one week, he was absolutely on fire. So, it's going to come and go. The thing with the Mets is, they got to start winning if they want anything to do with this division. We're going to be playing the Nats a lot coming up. So, let me... Positive let me... note today, by the way, was the Nats losing, but Papelbaum was put on the DL, and you know who the first guy they're trying out as the new closer is? Uh, who? Oliver Perez. Okay, so... <laughs> Who got right. his first save opportunity today and gave up a two-run homer to Anthony Rizzo, so he got the loss. Oh, the game was over? I saw it was in the 12th. Oh, um, I believe he was the one who gave up the homer to Rizzo. Okay. All right, so with the Mets, the this coming uh, streak, they're going to finish up the series against the Pirates. Then they have three against the Braves at home. And two against. it could be a nice little, you know. That need, Yeah, that needs to – we need to – Get fat on that on that uh, three-game set. Then the always tough Kansas City. Granted, they haven't been good this year, but the always tough Kansas City Royals against us. And then, we um, get, then, then we get four more against Atlanta, which, you know, is a positive note right there. Yep, and then you get three at Washington. So with that being said, and then, then you get four against the Cubs. So the Mets are going to have to really... Buckle down and take care of business. The seven games against 
the, the Braves, Braves are coming up are the most important seven games the rest of this month, in my opinion. They can't, they can't lose more than two games in that. Right. I'm gonna. I'll give. I'll give the Braves one win in each of those series, and be happy. Yes, they got to take two out of three and three out of four. Right, and you know what? Right now they're playing the the Pirates and already better than yesterday. Yeah, they've already scored three in the third. Syndergaard's looking good so far. I think the Mets just got to keep it going. I think Mats has slowed down a little bit. I think they got his book a little bit, but he's still. Being a bulldog, and he's still finding a way to keep the games close. Right, and you know what? They all do that. Like Jacob yesterday, hundred yeah. five hundred six pitches, six innings. It's I mean, yeah, it was two nothing when he left the game, but so he kept us in it. It's not like the problem is the bats, the bats, and the injuries. And unfortunately, with the Mets, like we've been saying all this time, is they're only a they're a home run team right now. So when they're not hitting home runs, you're not winning. Well, tonight's an example of a game that they're not hitting. Yeah. First RBI came on a Flores little dribbler to the back yeah. pitcher with the base loaded, and Reynolds hit a double. So, you know what? It's a start. Hopefully it's a start. It, it's got to be a start because well, it's great that we lead the NL in home runs, but we're 29th in scoring. So that can't be good. Right. And, and again, it comes back to we also can't have 22-man rosters at every game. Oh, yeah. That's another big thing as well. Um, I'm feeling um, Nimmo coming up real soon, like you mentioned in our private chats. It's yeah, uh, slowly going to happen. I told you, my exact words was, Nimmo is this year's, quote, I wouldn't call him the Conforto, but you know. Oh, no, no, he's not Conforto, because everything, with Conforto, he'll be playing every day. Right, but you know, the, but the thing you know with, what I meant by that. You know, like, no, I agree. Diaz is struggling, so he's like John Mayberry Jr. Nimmo's hitting, eventually social media is going to be like, oh, we need to bring this guy up. But like I said to you yesterday, um, if we're going to get him at-bats, then great. If we're not going to get him at-bats, there's no point of bringing him up. Well, that's the thing also with, you know, right now it looks like you may have two outfielders who go on the DL. Because my opinion yeah. is if Conforto, if you're, Conforto's wrist isn't 100% tomorrow, if he's not starting by Friday, I think he needs to be on the disabled list. Oh, yeah, definitely. So that's one guy. The guards, today, today's your day. Today was the last day. Mon Monday, Nemo should have been on a plane to New York. They had a day off. It was perfect. They could have decided Tuesday morning, what, Tuesday afternoon what they wanted to do. And the guards could have been like, all right, let's go on the DL, take two weeks. And... Yeah. Uh, especially with Conforto, you know how serious wrist injuries are, especially to everyday position players. So... They really have to take that easy, and as long as he's ready to go, because we don't need him to be prolong the slump and press more because of the injury. By the way, this season, Brendan Nemo. Now, you know I've been kind of watching Nemo for a couple of years now. Yeah, no, he's a well, decent most player. Have, but but I've been watching him a little bit more. You know, I kind of pay attention to the minors a little bit more. So right now he's hitting three thirty. But the thing with that is that that league is just a pitter's league. So with him hitting 330, it's probably more like 300 in the right, base. Right, that's what I was going to say. you got to take about, maybe take like two two or three homers away also. He's got five, give him two and three 300. Yeah. With the way he's sitting. But regardless, they, they, um, 
if he's going to be coming up, he, he has to play because that's the thing. Next year, Granderson's off the books, right? No, two years. He's got one more year. He does have one more year. Okay. And it all depends on Cespedes on if he wants to cash in or if he really likes New York like he claims. You, so, know, you know what? I want to ask you about that. He's owed the next two years if he, if he takes the option because it's his, his decision. It's yeah. $27 million a year. If Sandy Alderson said, you want to play the rest of the year, here's five years, 150 Gives him 30 a year. Would you go see what the market gives you, or would you take it? If you really love New York. I'd take it. Because think about it. You're getting a raise over the options. You're making three more million. I, I, w- I, would, I would take it. And I'm pretty sure Kelly Johnson just homered. Yeah, it's out of here. Kelly Johnson just home. Oh. Yeah. Pirates should just forfeit the rest of this game because Kelly Johnson just home. It's good to see it's, Collins, by the way, smiling in the dugout. Yeah, it's we the Mets needed this kind of game. Right, and and who's who do they have on the mound tomorrow? I know we have Bartolo. It's uh, Bartolo. Um, I just clipped out of the ESPN. I had the pitchers. I'm sorry. It's uh, Syndergaard tonight, so it's probably Harvey, right? No, Bartolo's tomorrow. Well, it's Bartolo Harvey. Yeah, right. Uh, Niasco is tomorrow for them. Okay. It's Harvey, Mats, Jacob against Atlanta. Okay, so we we need the Mets bats need to sh- sh- step up, but it's it's the Braves. So for whatever reason, the the voodoo with the Braves is just. Unbearable sometimes. Um, by the way, that, another positive note on that: Kelly Johnson home run is lefty versus lefty. So that's nice. That's positive. See the, and it's the funniest thing is Kelly Johnson is the second player in Major League Baseball history to be traded by the same two teams back to back years, which is funny to me. I'm just so pissed off because John Neese got a two two highlight video tribute yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's weird, but I guess good for him. If I guess if they didn't make it to the World Series last year, granted he was a reliever for the playoffs. I guess I don't know. You know what? Eight Early. years. Eight years, and when you think about it, two years ago he's the ace going into the season. Yeah. That that year that the year the the year Harvey was gone with Tommy John, he was the guy. He was the yeah. the only pitcher. Him and I think Wheeler and and G and G for a little bit. Right. So really, ideally, you know, Johnny's eight years. It's a long time. Um, Yeah, it's funny to think it's eight years. Such a blur. Um, speaking of longevity, I was asked an interesting question by my good friend Devin. Carlos Beltran. Yes. Hall of Famer. Yes. You're gonna say yes. You 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 didn't even hesitate. Yes, hundred percent. Um, other than strike three in '06, look at his playoff record stats. Right. Um, he has a just, very intriguing um stealing percentage, by the way. He has like almost he has over 300 stolen bases and only like 49 caught steals. Yes. Career. So that's all a the, great number right there. All the Gold Gloves. And he was one of the. Not the first. Well, obviously he's not one of the first, but he was one of the premier five-tool players in the early two thousands, and uh, 
When we were growing up, he was probably yeah. one of the first five tool guys. Other than yeah. other than his first year as a Met, his the Mets contract was good. Other than the year he told didn't tell anybody he went to get knee surgery. Right, and you know what? When you look back at it, it but, worked out well because we ended up with Wheeler. Yes, exactly. All right. Honestly, no. okay. uh, before before, and he was the best Mets free agent we ever got. So I don't consider Cespedes a free agent signing. What about off. Pedro? Nah, eh, thing with I think Beltran was better. Because we had, we we used them more than one season, more than more than a season and a half. Right. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. All right. And also, twenty years in the league. Got to give him longevity. Twenty years in the league, and you see what he's still doing with the Yankees this year. Um, it's just amazing. He's which, just a he's just a natural born hitter. Which brings up the next question is. It's getting to the point where the Yankees are in last place. Let's face facts, and they're yeah, most likely they're they're most likely not moving upward. Hopefully, a spot if they're lucky in a couple spots in the wild card. Maybe they'll be within ten games of the wild card come the playoff come September. Why, if you're Cashman, are you taking who are you taking phone calls for? See, this is the thing. Beltran's going to be one of them. Beltran's one of them. Gardner. Uh, What's Gardner's contract? I I forget. I don't even know. But out of all the players... I'm going to look at Yankee contracts. I would assume he would be one of them. Uh, No one wants McCann. No one wants uh, Teixeira. No one wants... Teixeira's done for the year, so Teixeira's off the books. Regardless. Um, no one wants anybody on the pitching staff. Uh, maybe, maybe Chapman, maybe Chapman or or uh, Miller, one of those two guys. I would I would move Miller, sign Chapman. By the way, regardless, but one of those two guys could be moved. Uh, that's about it. You like D, you like the DD and Sterling Castro double play combo, so there's no need to break that up. Uh, she bring up the top prospect, short, shortstop prospect. So, I don't know. Um, the Gardner contract, by the way, is kind of a, a turnoff. He's okay, got Espresso so- this year. He's got next year at $12 million And actually 12 and a half, And then the following year at 11 and a half. Okay. And so, it'll be 35 it- when he's a free agent. Okay, but if, if a team needs a slap, slap hitter with a decent glove and getting on base, I, I could see a few teams doing it. Because $13 million isn't terrible for an outfielder that plays every day. Okay, so here's my other question for you. Oh, by the way, Nick Hed- um, Headley, would you move him? Uh, Who would want him? He batted cleanup today. That was how bad the Yankee lineup was today. He's another one of the bad contracts. Two more years after this at $13 million. Yeah, that's a bad one. Um, okay, if you were the Yankees, you got to put... You just got to swallow You just gotta swallow it and take the beating. Right, which explains like, the signing of Ike Davis. Um, would you consider to get asses in the seat at this point, Aaron Judge at first base? Nah, you got to play him where you got to play. Beltran's going to be gone after the season, and he'll be up next next year playing every day. 
in Wrightsville. There is a a Cub Yankee rumor, by the way, that involves Ovaldi, Miller, and Schwarber. Yeah, I saw that and I laughed at it. I don't know. I think, you know... I don't think the Cubs would do it. I don't think... I mean... I, if I was the Cubs, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you got Lackey this year who's been pitching well. Your rotation's actually been pitching well in general. Yeah, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't I would do that trade. I think Schwarber was just a freak injury, knee injury. He'll be back next year, and he's still very young. He was in the Conforto draft. Right, and also you so, got to realize he's a natural catcher, and, and eventually Ross is going to, Montero's going to be off the books, and David Ross could only play till he's so old. Exactly, so it's only a matter of time. I I think it was just a weird situation of him having to play outfield just because of his bat. So it's one of those things. You, you got to keep it because he's just that talented with the bat. And the power is just second to none. With short brush. So I, I wouldn't... I, 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 those were one of the laughable rumors, you know? Right. But I guess we will see what happens with them. See, the, the Yankees and the Mets are both in that awkward that awkward limbo situation, both different scenarios. Um, we need to make, the Mets need to make a move, but who are they giving up to make that move, to prolong it because of our talent being so good? As for the Yankees, they need to make moves to become better, but there's no one that anybody really wants. There's nobody so, anybody wants, and the problem is, is that when they call about the guys that they are, that are available. They Absolutely ask, not. They're not giving them up. They ask for too much. Exactly. So, it is what it is. Uh, what else is going on? Victor so, um, as Victor far Cruz? as we know, Victor Cruz was walking. Two days in a row. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, everybody yesterday after day one decided to talk about uh, him and uh, training camp, and all you and I were talking about was today. Like, <laughs> yeah, back-to-back days. Um, look good in shells and shorts and a helmet. So the thing with Victor, though, is, and I mentioned it last year, is all the rehabbing he did, he got really bad. Um, hopefully that doesn't slow him down. Uh, with I mean, at least he got big in a good way, unlike Carlos Williams on the... On oh, the, yeah, of course. Who of used course. his wife's pregnancy as an... Oh, yeah, okay, sorry, I didn't specify, yes. Victor got really big and muscular wise, um, but I don't know. We gotta see what happens with Victor. We gotta take it slow with him, especially with the knee injury, especially with the calf injury. We know how anxious he can be. We just gotta ease him into it, because this year, if he plays well to any sort of level that old Victor Cruz can be, our offense is top five to begin with. Um, and then you have Sterling Shepard, who's been wooing and aring, aring at everybody at training camp and OTAs the last three weeks. So that's good to see as well. We also have Harris. Uh, you and me both like a lot. Right. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I could see Shepard being our number two to start the season, unfortunately. But hopefully Victor Cruz is there against Dallas, and we have Shepard in the slot, and we'll see what happens. But I, 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 that's, I don't, I don't think that 
we're in an offense where there's numbers, to be honest. Absolutely not. Other than Odell, uh, he's the only number. Right, he's the one, and he basically goes everywhere. You just say, all right, stand here, run the route you want, and I'll just chuck it at you. Theoretically, if Victor Cruz is healthy, we have three slot receivers, theoretically, playing at any moment of any time. If Shepard, Victor Cruz, and Beckham, because we know how great Beckham is at at the slot. So, theoretically, we have three studly slot receivers. That is very dangerous, especially if all three of them can break it. Well, we don't know Victor Cruz anymore, but we know the other two can definitely break it. Right. So with that, it's just I'm happy we haven't seen any injuries yet, knocking on wood. Um, Tom, um, Kim Jones on NFL Network today. Um, um, the guy we got from Boise State in the third round was very the impressive. The safety from Boise State was very impressive. She liked what she seen. He had 19 career interceptions for, for Boise State, so that's that's very impressive. So hopefully with him and Collins, if they both stay healthy and they follow along what's going on, we could have a good safety for this season. Right. You know, the question is, who is the free safety? It would be it would be the guy from Boise State. You're definitely go, you're going with the guy. All right. So who's the third safety? Because you know, the play where Collins steps up, you need that extra guy. Um, I guess it would have to either be, uh, if Berhe ever stays healthy, um, Berhe ever stays healthy, or hopefully the rookie we were supposed to have last year, Thompson, Mikhail Thompson, maybe. He All was right. hurt the first play of this preseason last year. Right. So. And hopefully we won't see uh, Whitlock on defensive line. Yeah, Look. that was... That would be nice too. I don't. I doubt that's gonna happen this year. I mean, I felt like he did good early in the year, but then the teams put us. Obviously, it was it was a nice, funny thing when we saw it. The people that watched the team every night, waking moment, and the beat writers. It was it was it was funny. But um, I don't know. I the videos I've seen. It's just the standard videos. So let's see what happens. So what is it, a week until, what is it, Another, one more day of minicamp? Pretty much. One more day of minicamp and that'll be about the end of it. And then... And we have nothing until July, the last week of July. And, um... Alright, thanks Bob. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh... Anyway, um, how about how about the Baltimore Ravens tackle that got released today that we were trying to trade for this uh, this week? The you know I mentioned it to you that it makes it a lot easier when you're trying to trade for a guy when he gets cut, yeah. but and on the other hand, it also makes it a lot harder. Yeah, because two three other teams want him as well. Right, so it's like, all right, let's go after this guy, but let's be smart about going after this guy. Yes. Yes. Um, we should see what happens with that. Honestly, I could see the Giants sticking with what we have. But honestly, the guy's a first-round draft pick from a few years back. Can't hurt. That, that would make that would make three first-round draft picks on our offensive line. And and Richburg, who's pretty much a first-round draft pick. Wasn't he a second? 
No, he was. He is a second, but he's essentially a first round pick. Just the way what we're getting out of him. Right. So, it should be interesting. Uh, like we said, we have about a month, but you got some more important things to worry about. Before yeah. then, Dan, this is you going on the disabled list. Thanks, guys, and hopefully everybody has a good uh, week coming up and enjoy the Mets baseball, Yankees baseball. Oh, and uh, what's happening game six on uh, in the NBA before we leave? Okay. I want to, I hope that it ends. I will tell you this, though. I was very disappointed because I was really looking forward to the Draymond Green video of him running across the street to make it in for the celebration. Yeah, that would, that would have been cool. <laughs> And would you trade Carmelo Anthony for uh, Kevin Love? No. Too many people in the mix. I think Kevin Love is getting a raw end of the deal. I think he's making. I think he's getting a pretty good end of the deal because he's he got a max contract last year. Well, all things considering, in that, yeah, they should have never traded Wiggins. That was stupid. They should right. They should have never got. That was them being greedy. That was LeBron saying, hey, make get me somebody else. Yeah, pretty much. Which, of course, on his end was stupid. Well, everything LeBron does normally is weird and stupid in those terms of things. That is true. So, I'm going to say it ends in six. But if it does go seven, there's no way Golden State goes back home. And... Yeah. I, I, I think what's going to happen is the most Cleveland thing possible. Um, either Steph or Clay hits a game-winning shot in overtime after LeBron misses a clutch shot. In to, six or seven? In six. Okay. In Cleveland. Safe to say we just want this to end? <laughs> yeah, the series has been terrible. <laughs> Every game's been a blowout. Yeah, pretty much. Except for the first half of Game 5, everything's been a blowout. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, speaking of championships, congratulations to the Pittsburgh Penguins, by the way. Yeah, they were the hottest team. Um, yeah. We've seen it in all sports, so it takes us hot in the right time. Where's Fleury going in the offseason? You know, they're announcing, they're going to announce the expansion, which makes me think that they're going to hold on to him. If they don't get the right deal, because mm-hmm. then you could just kind of cut him without cutting him for the expansion draft. Of course, yeah. And you know what? I'll be completely honest. I could see them taking him in the expansion, him going going in the expansion draft. So when when is the Vegas team going to be in the league? Well, here's the thing. The Vegas one is set. It's the other team that isn't set yet. So once that happens, you have to wait for that. Right. Um... But they're supposed to be announcing it soon for both of them so that, uh, what was it, for not this coming up season, the following season, Makes sense. it would be all set up and ready to go. Makes sense. So then, so that next year they can have, like during the year they can do the, the logo thing and the, uh, the mm-hmm. theme of the team and... You already know Quebec's going to be the Nordiques again. 
and they'll do they'll be like the it'll be just like when the Jets went back to Winnipeg and the Browns to Cleveland and all that other stuff. Well, they'll do something similar, but not the same thing. Because I think they have they're in the same situation that uh, that Winnipeg was in. Yeah. Where uh, I think Colorado owns the rights. Yeah. If that's I remember true. correctly. Yeah, that's true. So they have to be careful with the logo and all that spiel, which is so stupid in my opinion. That is. The league shouldn't be, be like um, sell it to them or something. Just you know. That's another time. Uh, the Islanders signed, speaking hockey, Islanders signed Casey Sezikis. Uh, so that means that uh, Matt Martin's pretty much gone. I would say yes and no. I'm very intrigued to see. Uh, Staple was very adamant about, uh, Arthur Staple, the Newsday guy, was very adamant about the uh, the team not keeping their first-round pick this year. And okay. it makes sense. There, there's tons of prospects in the in the team. It's time to get rid of them and get guys that are gonna help you win hockey games. So that's that's gonna be interesting. That's coming up. Um, of course, I'll be in talks with uh, Andy, trying to get him to join us, talking draft time, free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, Julian Fisher reached out to me. Uh, I've spoken to her today, so talk about getting her back on. I'm seeing her in a couple of weeks. Uh, she's been up to no good, of course, recently. <laughs> so that'll be fun to catch up with. Um, but that being said, uh, we're going to go play a little more Animal. Dan, 100%, kid. Yeah, all in. So all in. thank you. Thank you for everybody with their support. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I can't give you any more details than what I have right now, unfortunately. Medical field is a very funny thing. So, right. And, of course, you know, I'll keep uh, the listeners updated with whatever Dan tells me and wants mm-hmm. me to share. I will share. And, of course, all he has to do is be like, tell me when you're recording this week and I'm coming on to yell about the Mets or yell about the Giants. Exactly. <laughs> so let's go play a little more Animal. Because Dan's going to be an animal in this fight that he's going to be a part of. And... We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. See you guys. Thanks again. Got to hang out with the boys from the Fourth Line Faithful. They're doing something pretty unique for all you Yankee fans out there. They're your one-stop shop for affordable gear. So head over to FourthLineFaithful.com right now. That's the number four, LineFaithful.com. And also make sure to follow them on Twitter at FourLineFaithful. Follow up on all the great gear. And also check out the events they'll start hosting soon. Overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. You gotta snag Hefty's ultra strong trash bag. Always at an ultra low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. It has Arm and Hammer odor control, so your nose and your wallet will be happy, happy, happy. Hefty ultra strong trash bags. Hefty strong all day long. Hefty, hefty, hefty.